smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello and welcome to mint i am nasreen sultana i am an assistant editor at mint i keep a close track of all that is happening in the world of stock markets you are listening to all things markets where i speak to experts analyzing the big trends moving the stock markets the september quarter corporate earnings was better than expected adjusted net profit growth turned positive in july to september after a year long slump as consumers shrugged off the pandemic to deliver a surprise rebound in consumption besides cost declining dramatically operating margins expanded and there was also an improvement in cash flows amid a near collapse in capex there were broadly three trends in the second quarter of fy21 first a spillover of demand from first quarter to second quarter as well as restocking the pipeline in anticipation of festive sales second is massive share gains by the unorganized sector and lastly significant cost controlled by companies as trends from the festive season suggest continued demand recovery the question is will earnings revival continue to discuss that i'm in conversation with deepak dasani retail research head at hdfc securities hi mr dasani always a pleasure to have you in the show welcome hi good to be with you So my first question is as we are almost done with the September quarter earnings what's your key takeaway Yeah so uh, the September quarter corporate earnings season uh, was a blockbuster one uh, basically a lot of earnings the earning beats and uh, post that a uh, lot of stocks uh, have seen upgrades in the estimations going ahead uh upgrade to downgrade ratio has also been one of the largest and uh, this season could be one of the best in many years in that sense uh, as compared to estimations the numbers have been quite good uh revenues have uh, rebounded at a very fast pace uh faster than the costs post the lockdown the earning season saw more companies uh beating their ebitda and pad estimates uh, mainly led by cost reduction uh, but uh, at the revenue level uh, not much beat was observed uh, within sectors uh, banks it and oil and gas uh, contributed the most to the earnings growth strong earnings growth was also seen in banks uh, cement pharma and telecom revenue growth on the other hand was quite robust in financials telecom and agri inputs uh pad growth was also uh, boosted by lower debt and lower interest costs uh metals and mining as a sector also contributed quite a bit to the operating profit growth and corporate commentaries across sectors suggest continued uh, demand recovery going into q3 uh helped by a healthy start to the festival season uh 
uh, impact of opening up of economy was also visible in the financial performance across most sectors financials did very well uh, aided by lower provisioning industrials uh, did well held by exceptional gains from sale of businesses materials benefited from lower raw material costs however we also had some negatives in the sense telecom profitability was not up to the mark conglomerates also did not perform to the extent expected so net net uh, largely a very good quarter hmm. uh, compared to estimates on a year on year basis of course uh, one would have expected a little more growth but i think uh, going by what we have seen in q1 and q4 of last year uh, q2 numbers came in, came in as a very healthy surprise yeah right right absolutely uh, i mean q2 uh, september quarter definitely if we compare sequentially uh, numbers appear to be extremely healthy uh, but uh, as you mentioned here on here probably it's not as a rosy picture as everybody is painting it to be but uh, what i want to bring in here is in september quarter last year the earnings itself was very weak and then we had the corporate tax uh, cut uh, which was announced in just before september quarter was over and most of the companies uh, they either had uh, taken the benefit or they rolled over to the next quarter deferred it and they took the benefits in the next subsequent quarter which was december quarter of fy fy20 but my question here is uh, this is these are not actual growths uh, uh, growth if i can say uh, safely say what when according to you uh, do we actually see a, a earnings turn around something that we've been talking about for many quarters now see now we will have to look at uh, what has happened in the recent uh, periods uh, as far as monsoon is concerned we had a very timely and well distributed monsoon hmm. uh, for the second consecutive year water reservoir levels uh, are quite high across the country hmm. uh, so rabi sowing uh, and rabi harvest is also going to be good uh, following a very good uh, kharif crop hmm. uh, government procurement uh for kharif crops is also increased so basically rural incomes are going to go up between now and uh, say april by the time the rabi harvesting the, gets over so we can expect a lot of uh, uh consumption spend happening in from the rural areas hmm. the the worry the worry remains in the urban areas uh, because of the covid related shake out a lot of small enterprises right and uh, entrepreneurs etc have uh, fallen on bad times uh, but i think uh, if we don't have a second round of covid uh, things could improve even in the urban areas over the next uh, few months uh, we have right. seen uh, good high frequency data coming in for october in terms of various uh, different uh, parameters mm-hmm. and covid cases have also fallen uh, th- selectively in some pockets we have we have seen uh, covid resurgence happening in india not as bad as uh, in the western countries uh, but mm-hmm. let us keep our fingers crossed uh, so that uh, the second wave does not hit us uh, hard uh, if if that doesn't happen then i uh, i'm quite optimistic on the revival in the economy and in the corporate earnings right so you're basically saying that argument about that the 
the second quarter was mostly led by pent up demand as economy started opening up after june and uh, probably that took the uh, numbers higher so you're saying it, it's not only the pent up demand but subsequent quarters it may be driven by the rural uh, income and the rural uh, demand because the monsoon uh, was good enough and the harvesting season thereafter would be better but another thing which also was a big significant change in the second quarter was the cost rationalization by most of the companies. There were low wages, there were low admin cost and low advertisement cost for a lot of FNCG companies. Uh, and that actually brought a lot of margin growth for uh, most of the companies. Uh, what do you think, uh, you know, once this company get, uh, most of the companies are getting back to normal uh, production, autos have already gone be beyond the pre-COVID level. Uh, do you think companies will, the, the tight leash the companies had on cost, that is going to go out of hand and that may also impact margins going ahead? Uh, so firstly, about the pent-up demand which you mentioned, I think uh, right. there was, uh, there is a certain truth to it that there, there is a pent-up demand which we have seen uh, in the current uh, demand conditions because people mm. haven't spent money since April till about August, September and now whatever they uh, either due to their compulsions uh, or due to their desires, aspirations, uh, people have come out to uh, buy. So there is an element of pent-up demand. Uh, but now uh, we, we have to see going forward whether the improvement in the high-frequency data is due to pent-up demand or genuine turnaround of sentiments. And for that, we will have to wait for the COVID situation to normalize. And only then we, we can hope for a sustained turnaround in the uh, demand conditions. Now, coming back to your uh, question about uh, uh, cost rationalization and whether that, uh, how far that can continue or reverse. Hmm. Now, we have seen in Q2, uh, SG&A, uh, selling general administration expenses uh, targeted by most corporates uh, because uh, they have fallen on bad times in terms of demand, in terms of top-line growth. So, uh, naturally, uh, when the operating leverage is not to their benefit, they have uh, tried to cut other expenses and travel, marketing, subcontractor expenses, etc. were the first to be hit in that sense. Now, uh, while some of these uh, cost cuts uh, could be temporary, but I, we, uh, we think that some of the cost, cost savings uh, are more structural in nature because... Uh, when people do something under pressure and they realize that they are able to do it at a better cost, they will continue to do that even when the situation normalizes. So some cost cuttings uh, will be structural in nature. Uh, of course, uh, some of the cost will come back. Uh, travel will start uh, in a couple of months' time. We will, we will have to spend on travel, marketing, which they have sort of held back. So uh, those things uh, will uh, sort of uh, cost will rise going forward. But uh, the attitude uh, of uh, being cautious or conscious towards cost uh, will continue uh, given that the competitive intensity in most sectors continues. Uh, so that uh, coming back to that, uh, the, uh, some part of the cost savings will be structural and some will have to be given back. Uh, apart from that, I think uh, companies also benefited because of uh, improved pricing power uh, in the past uh, quarters because of lower competition. Now, once more and more uh, businesses come back on feet, 
competition could increase and that may lead to uh, uh, the companies having to spend more uh, in terms of their marketing uh, spend uh, and uh, in terms of uh, lowering their uh, prices Uh, some of the companies also show so uh, market share gains uh, basically the larger companies and uh, lenders also saw much improved collections so uh, cost cutting was one reason for the uh, high for the good performance uh, in terms of margins in q2 but there were other factors also so part of these will uh, will continue and the other part may reverse uh, net net right uh but as you talked about the pricing power probably with the it companies uh, uh i mean the pricing power for the organized sector got better uh, uh especially the big four uh you began your answer by talking about different sectors so besides it uh, the service sector had it, had took the shock of the covid in the economy the we call it the hotel industry or the airline industry so what do you think uh, you know between manufacturing and service industry what do you think was how the quarter was uh, for both the sectors for manufacturing versus service yeah so within service sectors i think uh, uh, hospitality and retail were the worst hit uh, telecom and media also did not perform uh, as good as expected uh, it uh, did well financials also did quite well uh, now within manufacturing i think cement metals oil and gas and pharma did very well despite uh, the constraints that they uh, worked under uh, so net net i think uh, services the, there is no clear demarcation as to whether services uh, industries did well or did not do well within services also there were a bunch of uh, sectors which did not do well and some others which did well within manufacturing uh, mostly i think uh, uh, the sectors recovered quite fast uh, so i think manufacturing had a slightly uh, better or uh, a higher hand in terms of uh, faster recovery okay so one last question before i let you go is uh, right now uh, of course indian markets have not only recovered from the covid lows but also hit record highs multiple times year to date we are and positive both in rupee and dollar terms but at the same time our valuations have heated up uh, i understand typically indian markets are generally expensive compared to the ems or or the msci uh, msci world markets uh what do you think what's your take on the stock markets now uh do you do you see uh, we have more legs to the rally uh, especially now when most of the global brokerage firms have actually upgraded their target for sensex uh, morgan stanley says that sensex may actually touch 50000 next year that's a big margin from now what do you think yeah so typically uh analyst communities get swayed either way uh, so when the chips are down they would sort of uh, forecast uh, lower targets and the when the recovery picks up they will come out with uh, very high targets now and their targets mind well are for a year uh, so it's not that 50000 sensex is going to be attained next week or next month yeah. but anyway in terms of valuations i think uh, nifty eps has seen an upgrade post q2 so in that sense uh, there there was a uh, uh, scope for uh, upside in the nifty uh, having said that at about 21 times fy 22 eps uh, 
current valuation uh, seem to be pricing in much of the positives mm-hmm. and uh, absolute upsides uh, from these level uh, look difficult not imp- uh, it's not impossible but they look difficult mm-hmm. uh, now but within the uh, stocks or within sectors there there could be pockets of outperformance in the sense that the old economy sectors or economy mm-hmm. facing sectors uh like banks cement infra real estate utilities oil and gas etc uh they can they have still not recovered to the extent uh, the nifty has recovered so there there is but banks have banks have started catching up right yeah banks have over the last two weeks started uh, to catch up especially even the psus have now started to catch up uh but uh, they uh, have not yet uh, except the uh, two or three private sector banks the most of the banks are much lower than the 52 week high so uh, they can uh, there is a room for re-rating in those sectors some other sectors which are uh, expensive in terms of pe or they have run up uh, continuously not corrected much they could sort of go sideways or they get correct a bit uh, so there could be a mixed bag within sectors and in terms of indices we may still uh, find it uh, the the uptrend from here may be very slow gradual and uh, may take uh, much more time than one would uh, expect okay so a bit of volatility is what you are expecting yeah okay all right on that note thanks a lot for giving your time and of course sharing those insights yeah my pleasure for feedback you can write to me at nasreen.s@lifemin.com or you can reach out to me on twitter at nasreen story You can also reach out to us at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And to listen to more podcasts like this, you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.